Hayes. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Thank you for joining us. I am Mama Mac, along with my cohort, the famous Dr. Angel Falzoni. Woo! Good you. evening. I know, it's Good great evening. to be here. Is that me, really? Has it been a whole week since we were here? I mean, time flies when you have this much fun, right? It does fly when we're having this much oh, fun. Oh, it's great. It's great. So, yes, and Dr. Angel, you come from work every time, busy, busy therapist, everything that you do, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. And you see so many people, plus all the therapists under you. Mm. So uh, I, I, I don't usually ask you this, but uh, just tell people kind of what you do on a daily basis. What your, I mean, can you, well, we don't have enough time for that, Bobby, really. Well, you know, it's, it's a one hour show, right? It is a, a one, one hour, hour show. show. Yeah, it is. That's it's right. cute okay. that you say that because I was just asked to write my job description in detail of oh what my. I do. Really? And it was 15 pages. So basically what I do is a whole, a lot, whole of lot of therapy stuff. related stuff. Uh, wow. Running a community behavioral health center here in Pinellas County. Right. So, yeah, with all those therapists and all this. And you get involved with counseling and training. You've been training out in the trenches, training a lot of people yes. and getting ready to do that again soon. And out of state and you're you're a busy person so we are very blessed to have you right here with us every thursday night it's a joy this uh show we love doing it go yard we've got a website goyard2014.org org and please tell our people why they would want to visit that website well, you know, that website is chock full of some wonderful shows that we've done throughout our past two and a half years here on the air. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've taken a lot of really difficult, life-relevant topics and yes. we di- dive into them and into details. Right. And, you know, what we were talking about may not have been where you were when we decided to do the show, but it may be where you are today. And it's a right. great source of tools, supports, and resources to get you unstuck. Amen. And so many of them, well, almost all of them have titles to on the show. So you can just go right to our website. Now, uh, Bobby is really good about getting our shows up on podcast here at the station within, usually within an hour or so after the show. So you can go access it, tell people. you would For those that are just recent that haven't been put on our website because our webmaster puts them on at the end of each month. So prior to that, if you're in the middle of the month, you would go to TantalkNetwork.com and go to podcast and then go to go yard and that's where you would find them so it's so important that people know they can access the shows again and again because we go into detail about the situations we are talking about and there's a lot of times people may want to take notes but they're driving down the road or it's just not convenient to take notes right then Absolutely. There's a lot of reasons. But I think the most important one is, you know, when something's not where you are, you don't right. pay as much attention to it to mean something Til to it you. Till it does. Absolutely. And so they are. They're just a lot of great tools and resources to right. kind of just get you going where you need to go. Right. And we're just expanding the show. We are going to be doing some workshops this year. We're going to be doing a lot of different things and events and try to get our name out there in this show because we're excited about what we do here every Thursday night. 
Oh, we love what we do here. So yes, we do. Have, we sit and playing in our creative spot there. And um, we've come up with some really cool stuff this year. So I'm excited. Yes. So there we go. So last week we started a two-part series. This is part two tonight. Freedom of contentment. Why would we even have a couple shows on that? The freedom of contentment. And what does it even mean? So you can you recap a little bit, doctor? I will. I'll give us a quick recap. Um, contentment is just that state of being satisfied. Okay. And, you know, why do we need to do a show on being content? Because our whole culture and society is telling us we're not content. Right. You know, we really outline in detail how the whole purpose of advertising is to tell us we are not happy and we are not content and we are not satisfied, but we will be for $19.99 plus shipping right. and handling. Yes. And so we're 14 easy payments of that. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we are constantly looking for those things that make us feel satisfied. Right. But what we discovered last week is it's not something you can buy. Right. Um, no. You know, contentment is something that we can have no matter how much or how little we have in life. And and I think that was a really important point last week, that it has nothing to do with whether or not you're wealthy, you've won the lottery, or, you know, everything has gone your way all your life. You've never had any issues or problems. It's really not based on money or how cute you are, right? Not at all. Well, in fact, we did. I mean, Bobby's very cute. Look Bobby how content is. he is because he's so cute. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, it's, it's it has nothing to do with that. Well, you it? know, and we kind of talked about some research that really shows the opposite, that people that are more attractive and have more money have less contentment than people who are oh, not wow. as attractive or have as much money. And so contentment is definitely not found in things. Okay. So if you're not as cute and you're not you're not wealthy, that's okay because you can still be content, right? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the real reason we want contentment is that unmistakable freedom that comes with contentment, that freedom just to be who you are, enjoy who you are, to live that life that you were destined to live. And don't you think, doctor, a lot of people aren't at that point and they struggle with why they're just not happy or they just or they equate happiness with contentment, which it is not necessarily the case. Correct. Uh, because you can be content and still want to strive for more, right? Absolutely. And happiness is a temporary feeling. It's a temporary thing. It's different than joy. Joy is mm -hmm. a deep concept, right? A deep thing there within you that doesn't have anything to do with your circumstances, really. Uh, but anyway, it's so important to realize that with contentment, we, we realize we're free to be just who we are. You said that a minute ago. I like that. Well, it, we're complete. Aha. Contentment comes with this completeness. I am complete in who I am. That means I am not looking for relationships to fill me right. and make me complete. I'm not looking right. for items on the stores or vacations or houses or jobs. My completeness is within me. Now, the other things I get, they're the bonuses in my right. life and they enrich my life. But I am complete without those things. I'm sure you've heard people in counseling, I certainly have, that say, well, I'll be happy when I find my right spouse, my life partner, my husband, my wife. That'll make me happy. I know from that point on, life's going to get better, you know? And it's so sad because they're really putting all their eggs in one basket of marriage, for instance, which sometimes works out and sometimes it doesn't work out. Absolutely. And... And when we are looking for a relationship specifically to fill our contentment, to, to fill us and make us feel satisfied, right? we are not giving 100% because we are so needy. We are taking. Right. And so it's a relationship that's destined to be off balance right. and have a lot of difficulties. And then it's going to make us less happy and feel less satisfied and more depressed because when you thought this thing was going to get you there <laughs> and, and then you have it. it and you're not there, right. what's next? Exactly. And don't you think that's a part of the problem with a lot of people that they're not content, but they don't realize that they're really not. They just know there's this this underlying uh, feeling of being unsettled, unfulfilled, uh, anxious, depressed. Not exactly. I think depression has become a big problem in our in our society. It has been, and for a variety of You can say that factors, clinically. I'm clinically, just talking yes, about but, in general. And it has, and it does increase. I see a lot of depression coming in. Right. And part of it is that we're not satisfied. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
So how do we achieve contentment, Dr. Angel? Let's talk about some new material tonight. And if you're driving along or um, you want to jot some things down, that's great. And uh, or do it later, whatever. So let's talk about that. Ways to achieve. Well, one of the ways to achieve contentment and satisfaction, believe it or not, is to minimize things in our life, to declutter our life in so Whoa. many ways. I know. Declutter. Yes. I've been thinking more, about that a lot lately. The more things we have, declutter. the more yeah. things we have to take care of. Right. And taking care of them takes time and energy oh, and yeah. resources. Definitely. It takes a lot of time to manage possessions. You know, I remember when I was younger, I used to think I wanted this big, you know, 3,500 square foot house until I had one and realized, oh my goodness, I can't keep up with it. And I was miserable and I am so happy in my little tiny house now. I'm the same way. I can keep up with it. Right. And so minimizing and decluttering possessions is really important to help us I went through a phase where I wanted to boat really bad. This was many years ago, and then I got it, okay? (laughs) And so that was great for a while, but then it became, do we really want to take the boat out? Because if we do, we got to bring it back and clean it up. (laughs) It became more work than the pleasure you got. It became a hassle after a while. It did. It became... And you almost felt guilty for not using it every weekend. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people get that way with some of their more expensive toys, you know? Absolutely. They they just really cost a lot to maintain. And cost a lot of money and all kinds of stuff to keep up with. So we're spending so much time dealing with those things that we're exhausted. Right. You know, but it's not just decluttering the material things. It's decluttering our activities. Okay. What are we doing with our time? Um, this culture, especially I've noticed, is this go, 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 go culture. Oh, my gosh, you know, yes. Monday's karate, Tuesday's soccer, Wednesday's church, oh, Thursday. We in- talked about that last we week, did, didn't we? And we got we to gotta slow it down. Yes. You just need time to go home and kick back and relax. And if you missed last week's show, hear that, listen to it, because we talked about parents who have kids in too many activities. And we don't have to go back over that. But honestly, that is a problem in our culture now. There is never any quote-unquote, downtime, where you don't have to be somewhere at certain time. And to have contentment, you need that downtime. Yes. We need to minimize. So, you know, even adults are doing this now, right. joining all these extra clubs and organizations. And some of them are really great, and they have great purposes. But right. at the end of the day, when we're always running on zero energy, exactly, we're not going to be content. Right. So learning to prioritize that and kind of have some downtime, making sure we're not overdoing but also in our relationships. Right. And that's a big one. Um, relationships can be very um, healthy and happy. Right. And giving in two-way streets. And they can be very toxic yes. and draining and take resources from us. And learning that we want relationships that are balanced. Right. You know, every relationship will come off a little balanced. But overall, this relationship, do they give? Are they taking? Are we give? Do I feel supported? Is that your definition of a toxic relationship? Well, a toxic Can, relationship typically is a one-sided relationship okay. that is sucking, right. you know, I, the sucker fish. Right. Um, I know we kind of talked a little bit, but they are. They're needy. They want your time, your yes. attention, yes. your whatever they they're need to fill them. They're upset if you spend time with someone else, that jealousy thing or whatever. Well, because toxic relationships are built in people who are not content. Right. And they're using this relationship to fill in their contentment hole right. that they have. And so... Right. They do, and it drains so much of us. And learning to really cultivate okay. more balanced relationships right. and limit, not saying we can't have any toxic because we can't control family and we're not cutting all these, and it's not realistic. Yes. But to limit and put really solid boundaries with those right. relationships that are less balanced and more draining yeah. on our energy and time. That's good. That's all under the point of minimize the clutter in our lives. So it also includes relationships that are toxic. And I, I hear that. And that's right. That's so right. You know, and it's funny because sometimes we, we get in a relationship and we don't really realize yeah. it's toxic. It just becomes that normal of that relationship. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, looking at things, kind of taking a little bird's eye view can help you gain mm-hmm. a perspective of which ones might be in trouble here and which ones are you know are they peaceful do do you feel peace when you're hanging out with this person good are they positive right you feel uplifted when you're with this person those are some of those do you feel relaxed relaxed and do you or do you leave and feel totally drained and like you 
you know, you felt used or you, you felt like nobody listened to you or it's a one-way conversation. There's some relationships, it's a one-way thing. There's many relationships yeah. that are very one-sided. Yeah. And so getting that bird's eye view and kind of identifying them so that you know yeah. where each of those are is helpful. All right. Ways to achieve contentment. Number one, declutter some of those things in our lives, whether it be activities, things, relationships, whatever. What's another way to achieve contentment, Becoming doctor? Becoming grateful. Oh, yeah. I love gratitude. That. I know we've oh, done so many shows we on have gratitude. Done, but, it, you know, we can't say that enough because I think that's one of the most important cornerstones of our lives. You know, learning to be grateful on a daily basis. We can't have contentment without gratitude. You really They go hand in hand. They're not something we can separate. But here's the thing. Gratitude is in the moment. I am grateful for what's right here and now in front of me. Right. And so not, you know, discontentment is about future. We're looking what we would like Mm -hmm. to have. And it keeps our perspective. So it's a grounding thing when I have, when I'm grateful and I'm showing gratitude, I am looking around what I have in this moment relationships, right, material possessions, who I am, how what I've learned. Yeah, you're right. It is a thing about the moment right now. It's not about the past, generally nope. speaking, because the past is the past, and it's not necessarily about the future because we don't know what the future is going to hold. It's this moment, yeah, and that is yeah. why I think it's so powerful. And it's funny because we, we started um, this thing, you know, and people will come in and they'll they'll – decompress with me and they'll throw a little oh, this big problem this big problem oh the wi-fi is not fast enough and oh and i look at them i'm like yeah that's totally a first world problem like let's take this into perspective first huh? world with meaning we are over we have so much stuff in our in our first world we have freedom and jobs and technology and all right. kinds of things you know right. not getting the movie tickets is a first world problem where the third world problem is am i going to have food am i going right. to have shelter that's so exactly we've right we've kind of looked to put some of these things in perspective yeah. because they're getting so bent out of shape right. about something that... And they should be grateful for what we have in our first world here. Because we do have so much oh to be grateful my. for. Oh, my. We do. Yes. We do. Yes. We, we don't have to, you know, go dig a well to make sure we have clean water. We can turn our faucets on. Right. And so gratitude is one of those keys right. to contentment. It really um, is. And helps us focus on the good instead mm-hmm. of the lack. Right. which is discontentment. Right. So it's helping to feel that, yeah, I am feeling content. I do have a lot. I have grown a lot as a person. And what do you say to the person who says, okay, I don't really feel that I practice gratitude. How do I do that? What? How do I flip that switch and become more grateful because I don't feel like I am? What do you say to that person? Well, I how would they say, first of all, you're not alone because there's a lot of people who struggle with it. And you know what? Just take it slow. One, every day, find one thing okay. you're grateful for. Right. You can keep an ongoing list. Right. You can just say, oh, you know, I am really grateful I turned that switch on today and my lights came on. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to work that way. Or I'm really grateful right. on such a cold morning that my hot water was working. Exactly. You know, and it's just finding something, one thing. Right. To be grateful And for. then it kind of becomes a lifestyle, don't you think? I mean, a lifestyle of gratitude is extremely important. If we set about to develop that, it changes our perspective on everything. And I, I agree with you. I think it's one of the most important components to a life of contentment. It absolutely is because it's keeping us focusing on, first of all, what we have, who right. we are in this moment, instead of, oh, I wish I had this, or I wish I was this, or I... It's feeding yes. those feelings of satisfaction. Right. It certainly is. Wow. Absolutely important. Yes. So it's a thing we got to do every day, like practicing medicine. Absolutely. Is you, you become, yeah. And you get better at it. And then it yeah. becomes more natural. You start to be able to recognize the positive way before the problem. Right. And so it can be a mindset and it kind of leads into our next one because we want to take control of our attitude. Oh, that's extremely important if we're going to be content because, oh, my heavens, that's where so many people fall down, in my opinion, because they allow the negativity around them. They allow their own doubts and worries and fears to overtake them. And their attitude can be sour grapes a lot of times, you know? A lot of times it is. They feel like everything is happening to them. Right. And they're kind of the victims of their worlds. Right. And when we take that stance and that attitude, then we become helpless. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, they get stuck in that thinking of when and then thinking when I get or when I have then. Right. I will be happy or content or better than my neighbor or whatever that then is. Yeah. And so those kinds of attitudes, right, we feel like we're always missing something. Yeah. And we're never, doesn't matter what happens, it's not enough. They're the empty pots, you know, you just Mm -hmm. can't give enough. Right. When we have those attitudes. And so our happiness is not reliant on the acquisition of our possessions at all. It is totally, totally based and solely on our decisions to be content, be be satisfied. Wow. Ah, that's extremely important. So, and and just the whole concept of worry and despair, because I feel like that seems to be the root of a lot of people's discontent. Worry, worry is one of the worst things we can, and most people have that habit. I mean, it's, so it's a trap. It's a habit. It's it's easy to to fall into that, but it it just takes you down a rabbit hole. It just can get worse and worse and worse. And we grow it in our head. Usually we, we let grow it, sit it in there our and head. Stew yes, we and do. Brew. It captures our thoughts. It captures right. our attitudes. It captures so much because it just sits and grows. Right. And so taking that worry and looking at is there is this a realistic worry? Right. Is there something I can do? You know, and taking some of that power back and learning to think more problem solving. Instead of victim, exactly, you know, warriors letting it happen, letting life kind of happen to them. Whereas if we can kind of take control of what I have control over, right, and do my best, right, be guarded, things may happen, but we don't have to worry, right. And when you're content, you're not so worried because guess what? You know that if you lose your job, okay, it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be right. tough. But it's going to be okay. But it's going to be okay. And you'll find something else. And despair is worse than just worry. Wanna... No, that despair is Talk to worry me about despair. times 100. So right. despair becomes depression. Right. Really. And despair is where you don't have the energy. You don't have the power because you have stewed in worry so much mm-hmm. over the negative that you just, everything, nothing could be good. Despair is, there isn't a good. Yeah. And despair is serious enough that I would say, you know, if you're in that, you need to find some help. Professional help. Don't you think? Because despair is, again, a a rabbit hole down to much worse. Oh, very much. Severe depression and and suicidal thoughts and things like that. We can't see a positive. Right. We can't see hope. Right. It becomes, yes, it it takes you down fast and it's a shackle to our feet. It chains us down. It does. It does. One more before we go to break. What about the the value of optimism if we are really learning how to walk in contentment? Don't you think optimism and positive thinking has more to do with it than we realize sometimes? It really does. It has a lot to do with it because, first of all, it sets the stage of our attitude. Right. Um, Looking for the best in things. The glass half full versus half empty, right? Absolutely. You know, it's trying to see what's the positive in this, you know. Yes, I'm going through a problem, but what's the positive? Okay, I'm going to have a new opportunity right. to learn something or grow a little bit and learn a new problem-solving skill instead of, oh, my gosh, I'm having a bad thing happen to me again and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Blah. You know, and it could be the same issue, you know, but how we look at it is how we have the energy to get through exactly. it. Exactly. I had somebody say to me today, uh, our family always has bad luck. Everything bad that could ever happen always happens to us. And I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there in the world who feel that way about their lives or their family or whatever. I mean, they were just basically saying, it's no wonder these things happened in this course of this particular situation. It's because everything bad always happens to us. You well, they're looking that? for it and they're expecting it. Yes. And that's what happens when we get stuck in that worry and despair and then seeing the negative things right. in life because you just start expecting it to happen. Yeah. And yeah, your family may have gone through a lot of difficult situations, but those things can be things that, you know, ground you and make you stronger and give you strength and give you power too. And so your family, you could look at it. My family's had a lot of opportunity to grow. Right. Exactly. We get tested a lot for growth and we're resilient and we stay together and we've learned how to solve problems. Um, And I was teaching a Bible study last night, and I said this, it's not original with me, but it's a really good quote, to, for faith to grow in your life, you have to, you need a problem. You need a problem. It's not something that 
it just going to happen and you, oh, no, I don't want any problems. No, you need that so that you learn to trust God. So that's the spiritual component of this. But but problems call, show us what we're made of, Dr. Angel, and we don't even look at the spiritual side of it. I really think problems are good for us. We need problems to see how we're going to handle it. What our character is. Are we going to lie our way out of it? Are we going to cheat and steal? Are we going to be honest and full of integrity? We need problems. Are we going to get creative and look for multiple ways to solve this solution? You're right. We need problems to grow as individuals. Right. Right. To grow strong. It's a good thing. Problems gives us tools to use the next time we have problems. That is so true. It's time to take a break. Don't (laughs) go anywhere, audience. Stay with us. We'll be right back tonight on Freedom of Contentment. Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Refreshing attitude. This is going to be the best day of my life. Put that on your playlist driving into work. Wow. I love how you and Bobby come up with these great songs that fit the subject matter. These two are crazy good tonight. (laughs) Good, right? Good. That first one. Yeah. And and, I mean, yeah, this is going to be the best day of my life. And we're talking about the freedom of contentment tonight here on Go Yard. And we want to remind you that you can go to our website, which is goyard2014.org, and listen to most of the shows we've ever done uh, in two and a half years, and there's a ton of them there. By title, we mentioned that at the beginning, so we encourage you to do that. And we we have this amazing thing with technology that allows us to store these, save these, store these shows. It's wonderful. When I started in radio, Bobby was back in 1980. Seven. I had two Sunday morning shows in Indiana. Each was 30 minutes. And I went to the studio like three days in advance and recorded them on a big reel-to-reel. <laughs> yeah, I was the engineer. And I recorded them on this. And then I took that great big reel and t- drove it to the other real estate real, or the other radio station in another town and, and let them, you know. Uh, I, I mean, things have changed drastically. We are so blessed to be able to... Do a show, save it in the computer, put it up, 
and it's there forever. It's what it a is. blessing and, and that is. Completed within really minutes. Minutes. I know. I remember the day we got these podcasts. It was like, what? We we don't know CDs, no nothing. We right. can just we can pull it up on our phones now, and yes. we weren't even pulling stuff up on our phones back no, then. But no. now we're using the podcast on the phone. I know. You can it. download them. On the- I know it's just amazing, and so people. No, my point is no excuses. The the stuff is out there. the The helpful instruction is there for you. So if you really are serious about wanting to develop contentment in your life, there's a lot of resources. And if nothing else, it's our show's got tons of of great stuff here. It for really developing does. contentment. Absolutely, because that's kind of a huge root theme. It is, you live in go yard life. You're not going to live your go yard life. You're not going to hit your home runs in life unless you are experiencing contentment because there's going to feel like something's missing. And now that we're starting baseball season again, which I, I am so happy about, and so are you, we go to games. But, you know, it's so good to know that that go yard means hitting a home run. And that's what our show is all about. We want people to succeed with the tools that we're giving you week after week. That's what it's about. Ah, okay. Oh, I love that. Did you just hit, have a... Oh, there it was. <laughs> there it is. That's a ball. But you know what? You know, kind of hitting the songs we did, you know, changing our attitude. You want to change your attitude, go find some of those songs. Oh, Hit them on yes, a playlist. Yes. Listen to them in the beginning of your day. It's going to change oh, your day. totally, totally, totally. Music really does. Music speaks to your soul, you know, your emotions. It really does. So great, great. That's a good way to take control of your attitude. It sure is. And to start the day off right. Because that's positivity and we're feeding that optimism and that positive right. messages in. How many times have you heard somebody say, well, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Well, sleep on the right side. I mean, come on. get. I mean, you know, I mean, get up with a better attitude is really what I'm saying. You know? I, and then if we do wake up and we kind of have a stinky attitude and it happens, we're humans. There's going to be things, you know, this morning I usually set my alarm. I have two alarms. I have like the pre-alarm and then a half hour later, the real alarm. Well, I don't know, but I ended up getting up on the pre-alarm and then I'm in the shower before I realized I could have slept another half an hour. Oh gosh. So I kind of started the day off like, man, I kind of feel (laughs) just, but you know what? I just throw, I have my happy playlist. I threw that on in the car and by the time I got to work, I was recovered and energized and ready to go. That's, and really music is a huge component of taking control of your attitude. Cool. So another one, break the habit of satisfying discontentment with acquisitions. We kind of talked about that last week. So you want to hit that one more time for those that might miss that? We really need to talk about it because so many people do this. Yeah, they just buy stuff. They buy stuff to fill in those Mm -hmm. voids and that gap for them. There really is kind of a little high that happens when Mm -hmm. you're shopping and you buy something new, especially a big item like a car or whatever, except for people who have buyer's remorse, which happens in real estate, you know, a couple of weeks after they have signed the contract. I don't know about that, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, that happens, but... That shopping thing. Talk to us about that. You know, it is big, you know, and it's so big that real retailers are making tons of money off of people feeling discontent and using things to fill it with. Right. So much so that you can get things ordered from home and delivered same day here in our area from certain websites now because they're trying to, con- you know, tell you you're discontent and make you feel content. But the true the truth of it is, is we're spending way too much money, which is stressing us out. Right. We have way many more things than we need or we can handle. And we really have to break this habit. Exactly. You know, and one of the practices we have in our house is we do every quarter a week as a spending fast. You can't spend any money except for gas. Oh, wow. Yes. And so what you have to eat, whatever food is left over in the pantries. And it's a way for us to kind of use what we have and help recover our budget for the quarter. But it's, it has become a, a habit I look forward to. Wow. Because it, it's an opportunity to clean out pantries of stuff I've bought that I thought I needed in the moment at the grocery store because I was hungry and then right. realized I didn't really need it. So we get creative with dinners because you're using all kinds of weird stuff to That's make cool. them. That's cool. That's great for your kids, too, to learn all that. But it helped us break that habit yeah. of buying way more than what we needed. And I so love that. having things like that, we have to break it. We have to understand, get down. Hear this message deep within you. A material possession will never, ever, ever fully satisfy the desire of your heart. It will not. And that's why discontent will return. It cannot do that. No. It wasn't. They were not made to do that. So the next time you are feeling discontent, when you start to see it surface, 
Don't give into the habit of buying something to fill it. Instead, look at better understanding myself. What what am I really feeling? Where is my lack? Am I just lonely? Right. Am I sad? Am I worried? What else is really going on under there? Absolutely. Okay. Another thing we need to be aware of is how we compare ourselves to others. And if we'll stop that, it will help our contentment factor, don't you think, doctor? This is a biggie, especially in our social media. I know we talk about social media a lot, but we cannot compare ourselves to anyone else but ourselves. Right. It will always lead to discontentment because here's the thing. We find everyone else's positives. And we see all of our negative. Right. We're not even looking at apples and oranges. You know, we're, right. we're not comparing anything that's the same. And it's a lie. We're believing the lie of social media. Right. And are just looking at it, people's lives, our neighbors' lives. And, you know, on the surface with that nice boat parked in the front of their house and that RV on the side. And, you know, it looks good. But you don't really know the struggle. No, you don't know. You don't know what goes on inside. So you can only compare you to you. That's the only thing. I guess there's always going to be people that appear better off than us, right? I mean, always. That's just a fact of life. So we just need to get used to that and stop worrying about keeping up with the Joneses. That's that old phrase from years back, right? Well, you know, there's always going to be people worse off than where we are, too. Right, sure. And so we we just got to look at ourselves. Right. Because we get stuck in excuse land, victim role, all kinds of places that are not going to help us. Help us to feel content. And you don't know what's under the surface. You know, there was a picture that was rolling around um, Facebook maybe about a year ago. And it showed this husband and wife on their wedding day with this beautiful wedding dress and, you know, taking a nice wedding photo. And from the front, I mean, it just was gorgeous. But then they show what you can't see in behind. She's got bruises all on her back and he's like jamming her arm up the back. Oh, my. Well, you don't know what's behind things. Right. And so we have to stop this. Yes. We have to stop it for ourselves. And we have to just... Start comparing us to us. Am I a better person than I was yesterday? Right. Good point. Good point. And we got to live now. Don't you think that's where a lot of people just get so caught up in what was or what could have been, what didn't happen, what so-and-so divorced me, blah, 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 blah. You know, we got to live for right where we are right now. Don't you think this is a big part of being content is not looking back and comparing to the past or what you want the future to look like? Absolutely. We have to live in the moment. If yeah. you're going to be content, you, we are in the moment. And so right. often we're letting the moment slip us by Yeah, because we're so focused forward or backwards and right. we can't change what's happened. Exactly. And we aren't where things are going to happen. We want to plan for our future, but we can't live for our future. Right. We have to live in this moment, this very moment we've given. You know, when we look at, when I talk about the time allotment, I tell, you know, you should be spending 80% of your focus in the here and now, 10% recognizing your past, and 10% planning for your future. Right. But in the here and now. Right. It's so important. We don't. How often, how many times have you driven somewhere and then you got there and you're like, I don't really remember the drive. Right. Exactly. We're not in the moment because we're we're somewhere else worried or we're concerned or I think a lot of people do live in the past with regret. I think that regret is a big source of discontent. The past swallows a lot of people and then they get stuck there. Yes, absolutely. If any of you want to call in, I didn't even mention this, but you can, you can call in 727-441-3000. And uh, actually ask Dr. Angel how to handle a certain problem on, in this area. If you'd like, we, we welcome that. And Bobby will answer the phone, 727-441-3000. If you want to do that, that's fine. So the importance of living in the moment, and we can't overstate it. It's just too important. No, and it's, you know, and feeling the moment, you know, people are like, but I'm in the moment. This is weird. How can you say I'm not in the moment? Because you're not focused in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, and Grounding ourselves is kind of one of those things that helps us stay in the moment. So when you're paying attention to like your feet on the ground and the sun on your skin, those oh, are the yeah. things that keep us right. in this true? moment. It, tr- it truly does. And so we want to get to that place. You know, we don't want to postpone today's joy for mm-hmm. what we think we could have in the future. Mm-hmm. A lot right. of people do that. You know, where I'm going to sacrifice and work, 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 work. And then one day I'll retire at 40 or whatever they think. We can't do that either. We have to enjoy our moments now. Right. We're not promised tomorrow. Right. Make the we most really of it. We really aren't. And 
you know, take those weekends, take that time out and sit and enjoy, have that dinner for the meal it is. Feel the food in your mouth, like taste it, live in that moment. And I think a lot of this has to do with the rush, rush of our society. And, and honestly, I've been feeling lately and then I'm extremely busy, but I've been feeling that I need to make rest more of a priority, not necessarily taking a nap. I don't mean that kind of rest. I mean, just going at a slower pace, perhaps sometimes, or or taking more time at the beach or more time to go hit a bu- you know, bucket of balls at the golf course or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or, or just slowing down and enjoying a meal. Right. Right. Or, yes, and slowing it down and staying in that right. minute and not thinking, what do I have to do next or what am I missing? That's when we right. have changed our priorities of our time and we, we aren't overcommitted. Right. And we can stay in this moment because we can be here right where we are right now in this moment. And we'll start enjoying, we'll find, you want to talk about gratitude. You'll find a lot of things that you're missing. Right. Exactly. You know, walk in the neighborhood and just trying to stay in the moment, you know, focusing on, on the houses around, you'll see things you didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. And you must, you might've driven by them a thousand times. Oh yeah. So important. So living in the moment, big thing. If you want to, you know, really get a handle on this living life, with contentment what's another thing we need to be doing relationships now we talked about you know kind of working on those relationships earlier but we want to also invest in those positive relationships okay you know um, we don't need a whole lot of them but the ones we have should be quality so we want to surround ourselves with people who can see the positive who are happy who aren't you know they can live in this moment Um, those are the people we want to surround ourselves with because, you know, as when you're a child, your, your mom tells you, Oh, who you hang around, what you become. There's truth to that. True. It's true. Yeah. Cause you start picking up their mannerisms and their habits and their optimism or their pessimism. Right. And so we want to invest in those healthy relationships. Absolutely. So very important. And I think a lot of times we don't find those kind of people uh, maybe because we don't take the effort, the time to get to know different ones. You know, I mean, it's important to to branch out and, you know, get to know people. Absolutely. You know, I have a handful of very close yeah, people in my sure. life. And I'm okay with that right. because the ones I have, they're quality. And right. I feel when I'm with them, I feel better for the time I spent with that that's person. That's very important. And it's fun and silly and whatever. And that's, you can't say enough for laughter, that's in my your, opinion. No, laughter there's nurturing that happens. Oh, yes. You know, we need that. Right. We're not going to feel content without those relationships being cultivated. Right. And so Ex- cultivate, invest. Right. Invest. I'm not saying to go out and make 50 of your closest friends an investment. We're, that would make us very Too much time. Yeah. Pick one, pick two, and really work on those. And pick the healthier ones. Right. There you go. You want to feel content, help others. Oh, boy, that's huge really important isn't it it is first of all keeps us in the moment right which is really important but when we're helping others we feel a purpose right we we feel fulfilled we feel satisfied we are sharing our talent or our time or our money and we will start feeling yeah content yeah so important just giving of yourself to people is so it's so rewarding it really is or your your finances whatever your talents are giving but but helping others that's that's really important i like that that's that's a huge thing to being content and you're you're passing positivity to someone else right yeah you're helping someone else grow so you know coaching a kid's baseball team, you know, things that take our time Mm -hmm. are really things that help us feel a purpose. You know, when we write a check and we kind of send it off, we don't get to see Mm -hmm. what that looks like a lot of the time. And not saying that it's not beneficial. We can do that. But when you're really putting your time. That's exactly right. You know, I remember, I know I shared this, but the first Christmas that I had after my divorce, I didn't have my kids. And for wow. me, holidays are, we live for holidays. So right. it was a very depressing day. And I remember I decided to go volunteer at the soup kitchen for Christmas oh, Day. Wow. And I was just so filled Wow! that day. And here I'm thinking I'm helping someone else. And they all filled my cup and made me feel. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, so that's why that we want to do that. That is such a good idea of reaching out to people that are less fortunate or 
just some way to help someone. someone. Yeah. You know, I could have sat in my couch all day and felt oh, sorry that for yourself. terrible ex-husband. How could he do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. And been the victim. Right. Sure. And a lot of people, that is how they spend their time. And that's why they're not content, because they are living like that, you know. Absolutely. Or, all right, I'm not going to be able to change the situation. I can't go change a court order, but I can do something else. Right. And put my energy somewhere. And it was such a fulfilling day. That really really got me through that first Christmas. And I hold those memories very dear to my heart. That's really cool. Ah, another way, just live life a little slower, right? Slow it down. Do you know I saw a commercial this week on TV about the state of Utah? And I don't think I've ever been to the state of Utah. But oh, I have. It's beautiful. Oh, my heavens. I mean, it was like, I want to go to the state of Utah. There were. Have you ever been there, Bobby? No, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, my gosh. This commercial, there's five state parks that are absolutely gorgeous. Bryce Canyon. There's several... Yes. The Zion. arches. Mm-hmm. Oh, my heavens. I'm looking at these pictures and I'm going, you know what? I want to do that. You know, that's just like something very different. You know, just that scenery is is just breathtaking. I don't know that it I is. ever will, but it it's a great breathtaking. idea. breathtaking. I have been to Bryce. I have been to Zion National Park. Zion, I've been through yeah. Salt Lake City. It is a beautiful, beautiful right. state. But you're right. It's slowing down. It's down. We are so in a rush. Right. We're microwave mentality, you know, new get and go. And we can't do that. We have right. to slow it down. We Life is a journey. It is a journey. And rushing the moment takes the fun out of the moment. It How does. much do we, we, we miss the joy? We got to have fun. You know, really. I mean, you're never too old to have fun. I mean, really no. enjoy and do. Yes, <laughs> that's right, Bobby. That's exactly right. Uh, and, and, and it's just, that's something that people, I think a lot of people don't do that. They just stay in the rut and they don't really try to get out or do things, or maybe they're not capable of doing that. But if you can do it, planning an activity, you and I go with some friends sometimes to the raise games and we always have a ball just being silly and throwing popcorn and yes, yeah, throwing popcorn is true. Do you know, Dr. Angel throws popcorn? I did. So if you ever go to a game with her, Bobby, look <laughs> out. I will because, sit behind, yeah. Yeah, she throws popcorn. Oh. When you least expect it, it comes flying at your head. But it's anyway, but we always have fun. <laughs> Having fun. And that's just it. Slowing life down. Yeah. It's, you can't have fun when you're going so fast. You're missing it. It's exactly Enjoy right. Enjoy the moment. There's so many funny and silly things that happen oh, throughout a day. Oh, gosh, yes. That gives us a smile. Yes. And sends that, you know, those positive. Yes. Um, Endorphins. Yes, thank you. Yeah. It's Thursday night. My brain's tired. Those endorphins are a body body that makes helps us to feel positive. Absolutely. So So important. So important. Have some fun. You're never too old. You're right. You're never too mature. You're never too business like. Oh no. Quit. Put off the facade and just enjoy. Just enjoy. You know, and have some quiet. We talked about that quiet. Yeah. I was teaching on that last night a Bible study, the importance of quiet time in our lives. And I, I think we don't even think about the need to be quiet. We don't. We're in a loud world. There's constantly the opportunity to have noise everywhere you are. I mean, how, how many times do you pull up a stop sign and somebody's truck is going boom, 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 and it just like, oh, when that happens, it's like, oh, that's just way too much. I don't mm, want to hear that. You're not listening to this station then. no they are not right but i mean you know that that loud that thing quiet cannot be overrated it's It's not extremely no it is and so whether you decide to take your quiet time and pray or just listen to nature or just be Mm -hmm. that is the time we can connect with ourselves. we let our body hit that inner peace hit Mm -hmm. that peace state it's really important for us oh especially to feel content absolutely we have to have those moments. You don't have to have great amounts of time of it, but you need to have, you need to have it regularly. Right. So small doses regularly is better than large doses spread out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very you know, good. Very I, important. I was talking to some of my therapists who go on a quiet retreat every quarter. Seriously. And for real. They go for like five days and it, there's no talking. It's a quiet retreat. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. I could imagine. I don't but know about that. They had to work themselves up. They're like, we had to go for one day the first time. But they've worked themselves up for like five days of this quiet retreat. But, you know, when they come back, that's like a whole new person. Whoa. Well, that just tells you the benefits of being quiet. And Absolutely. Listening. Yeah. 
Wow. And we cannot talk enough about the importance of finding your purpose in life if you're really going to be content. If you're going to be content. We have to have a mission, a purpose. We have to know we're here for a reason mm-hmm. and that we're making a difference somewhere. And whatever that purpose is, if you're a gardener, that's your purpose. Enjoy that purpose. Right. You know, if it's caring for children or, you know, a spiritual purpose, whatever it is, go for it. Um, people who are content know their purpose and are using, you know, working toward fulfilling that purpose in so their life. So important. You know, be engaged with something you love. You know, if not, what's something I really like and start cultivating that, you know, what excites me, what energizes me? Um, what are my proud, proudest achievements? I remember when I started playing golf many years ago when my kids were little and it was, I, it was such a time of quiet out on the golf course, but it was also that contentment of just being, everything's pretty, you know, quiet, but it's just seeing all those green grass and just walking and hearing nature and birds and ah. So whatever it is for you, find it, you know? Find it. It doesn't have to be this big thing to change the world. It can be something. I don't believe the time. Dr. Angel, what do you want to sum this up with? And we'll have a new topic next week. We are. You know what? We cannot allow our culture to make us believe that lie anymore, that we're discontent. We need to start working towards feeling that contentment and being satisfied with who we are and what we have in this moment. Right. And if we aren't who we want to be, we can work to changing that. Wow. Absolutely. We've had so much in these two in these two uh, shows that really I think will help you if you'll just listen, go back over it as we've said a couple times tonight, go back over it, listen to it, take some notes and start achieving some of these things and start making just even a little progress. It's going to change your If you can apply level. one of those things to help you right consistently, it'll be different. In a month yeah, you'll be different. You'll feel better. You really will feel better. Woo! Every Saturday and Sunday, you can hear our Go Yard shows on StarcomRadioNetwork.com right at noon Eastern. And now in 55 cities across the United States and several countries. So this show will be every Saturday and Sunday this weekend coming up at noon. You can hear this show and just go to your internet. It's Starcom Forwards, StarcomRadioNetwork.com, 12 noon Eastern, Saturday and Sunday. So we will be right back here a week from tonight, yes, sitting in these chairs, ready to tackle a new topic. And we want to hear from you on your questions for shows because we'll have a new Q&A show pretty soon. So send those questions because they're usually very lengthy. Goyard2014 at gmail.com. And check out our website, goyard2014.org and, fa- and Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Yes, Goyard1340. So, you know what? Let's cultivate that that life of contentment. Slow it down. Seize the moment. Enjoy. Absolutely. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard. See you next week at this same time, same station. Hope you join us. Tell a friend. Bye-bye. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.